I'm the best friend he's got. I give him the shirt off my back. He knows he can trust me with his life. But each time he leaves me alone, leaves me alone with his wife. I wish he didn't trust me so much. I think he really trusts me too much. How can he be so blind? We both got the same good taste. He should know when he's gone, gone on his business trip. Can't help watching this woman without losing my grip. I wish he didn't trust me so much. I think he really trusts me too much. The way she make me feel Lord, I'm scared, so scared of what I do If she starts feeling same way too We got a problem I think you really trust me too much It's not that she leaves me on I'm getting there all by myself But just being with her all, all along I can't help but hoping that he never comes home I wish he didn't trust me so much I think he really trusts me too much We got a problem you really trust me too much Oh, I swear Oh, it's not my will But it's something about the way The way she makes me feel Lord, I'm so scared Scared of what I do And she starts Feeling the same way
The great David Singletary. Because, like I said, to you already appealed to me. <laughs> you already appealed to me. We friends already. I'm so, that good old country boy. So, let the people know um, about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Just give them a little rundown. I was born and raised in uh, South Jackson. 1957. Grew up through the 60s. All the rebellion and protest and burning bras and draft <laughs> cards and women getting on birth control and finding their freedom. And, right. <laughs> so uh, I was the youngest of five kids in uh, high school. Went in the Air Force six years. Graduated Millsaps in Jackson. Worked for my daddy's business and ended up in Gulfport. Got a master's degree at Southern Mississippi in Long Beach. And then uh, got my real estate broker's license and uh, bought my first hotel out of foreclosure. And the uh, rest is history, I guess. Was in the hotel business in Biloxi about 10 years, and then somebody wanted to buy me out, so I sold out. They burned, they burned your hotel down? Yeah, and then I've been retired 20 years, and... Uh, the Governor Phil Bryan of the state, we went to high school together, Southwest Jackson. He's three years older than me. But when your damn political leaders tell you that don't put another piece of cannabis legalization legislation on my desk because I'll veto it, and they're snubbing their nose at a $9 billion industry, then it's time to get involved. Time to get involved. Can't complain unless you get involved. Yeah, so so you um independent independent candidate for um, governor, right? Right. So see uh, what we were doing, it takes a thousand signatures to get on the ballot for governor. Mm -hmm. A thousand signatures and a thousand dollars. And so when I was getting uh, signatures to get recreational cannabis legal in Mississippi, I'd also give them to sign my petition to be on the ballot for governor. Right. So that's how I ended up getting the signatures. I, I never thought I'd be on the ballot for governor, but here I am, and now that I am, we're going to make the best of it. We're going to bring a bright change in this state. Yes. Uh, One of the main things you want to change is the cannabis laws, right? Oh, yeah. You yeah, definitely yeah. want to get into the... Um, Single Terry, you're only 420 friendly candidate in the race for yes, governor sir. of the state of Mississippi for you. So, so listen, so with that, um, it's a lucrative business. Why do you think Mississippi don't want to get on that lucrative train of legalizing marijuana and profiting off of it? Basically, it's a bunch of self-righteous hypocrites in the state. You've been growing weed up here at Oxford at Ole Miss for over 50 years, having the only federal, federally licensed institution to do so. And we got all the intellectual information. We're selling that to California, all the study, and we've been doing it at Ole Miss. Mm -hmm. Now, why don't we keep that information here in the state? So, I mean, it's, you done been growing it at Ole Miss 50 years, we're a poverty-stricken, predominantly agricultural state, so it fits us like a glove, you know. It's just another crop to the crop rotation, just like cotton and corn. Mm -hmm. That's how I think it ought to be treated in the first place anyway, like a commodity. So uh, how do you feel about, like, um, all the people that, like, got um, marijuana drug charges or, um, or serving time for, you know, marijuana um 
That's one thing they got to remember about me. I'm, I'm, I'm the only candidate that's been arrested for marijuana, misdemeanor possession. Had to bail out. I still was in the police car and handcuffed and all that. I don't have no problem with the police on it. My cousin was retired Albuquerque police, and then he uh, got on as a federal marshal guarding the uh, courthouse. And like I told you earlier, my grandfather was a federal ATF agent, and he was shot and killed by bootleggers back during prohibition of alcohol. We should have learned back during the prohibition of alcohol that prohibition doesn't work. You know, there's a different approach. I mean... If nobody's not hurting anybody but themselves, and then you can't tell somebody what to do with their own body. That's what it boils down to. People trying to dictate morality, and also this war on drugs has been used to uh, suppress minorities throughout its history. That's well-proven fact. So you, you believe that um, legalizing cannabis in Mississippi can uh, generate enough profit to, um, to help sustain the state? To help get us out of last places, you call it. Legalizing cannabis in Mississippi is going to address a lot of fronts. First off, it's going to get my daddy and my sister off my ass because they've been on my ass my whole life about weed, and I'm tired of hearing about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, the war on drugs... The war on drugs does tear families apart. You're right. And it will help men and heal the family. That's one of the main reasons I'm doing it, to get them off my ass. Yes, Much sir. less lower the fronts that the public and the police have for conflict, you know? No longer will uh, cannabis be a problem between the police and the people, you know? You don't need to be at war with your own people within the borders of your own country, so... It's going to address so many fronts. It's going to give Mississippi the revenue. We're a broke-ass state with less than 3 million people. We're losing population, not gaining it. I mean, so I'm talking about changing the whole persona, the whole perception, the whole approach that we uh, have toward cannabis. I'm talking about embracing it as a major new industry for the state, like a breath of fresh air. For so. <laughs> Get my daddy up, my sister off my ass, especially. My daddy's coming around because he, he likes term limits. He likes the okay, term okay. limit idea. See, I ain't, I ain't, no, I ain't we ain't term We're going to get to it. But have you ever discovered your um, father, like the, the health benefits of marijuana? They're curing cancer right. with the pot now, cannabis. They're uh, stopping Alzheimer's. It helps reverse the protein plaque buildup on your brain. Right. And my mama died of Alzheimer's, so I have a higher probability of catching Alzheimer's than other people do. And uh, like I said, my cousin retired Albuquerque police. He died of cancer. And uh, if he had the uh, concentrated hemp oil, it's, it's been shown to shrink tumors. So you show me a drug that's got a, even a slight chance of curing cancer, then I want it legal. Yes, you show me a drug that's got a slight chance of curing Alzheimer's, and I want it legal. Yeah. You know, one of the main reasons I'm doing this is I'm a chronic pain sufferer. My damn pain doctor told me. She said, well, I can't prescribe you no lore tabs, no opiates that'll kill you if you test hot for pot. And I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going to prescribe me an opiate that'll kill me. If I test hot for pot, that ain't ever killed nobody. Right. Now, that don't make much good damn good sense to me. 
Right. <laughs> nah, it don't make sense. So that's another area why I'm doing this. Get my sister off my ass, and my pain doctor told me to. And then you want to throw the revenue and the jobs and the tourism and the decrease in prison population in the equation and term limits. I don't think we need no more Taylorhead Reeves. Come yeah. on. Taylor Man, talk, talk to him about Taylorhead Reeves. <laughs> How you feel about the leadership in Mississippi right there? Let me explain something what to you. Man, Lord have mercy. I'm 60 damn years old. Right. And throughout my whole life, Mississippi has been on the bottom or near the bottom my whole damn life. Now, if we can't beat national champions one time in our whole history, then we need to change our coaching staff. And the coaching staff is the leadership or lack thereof, or we wouldn't be last consistently. You know what the argument is? The old man said, well, leave them up in there if they're doing a good job. Because I was talking about term limits on them. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, let me see. Mississippi been last my whole damn life. So seems like to me if they were doing a good job, we wouldn't be last my whole damn life. Now, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy for thinking that way. Yeah. Something ain't right. Something ain't clicking now. We got dudes up in that capital been up in there 50 years. So being at the bottom is only one way. Only one way up, baby. Yeah. The glass so. half full or half empty. But change is something that people don't um, welcome all the time in Mississippi. Like, they don't welcome change. And so, you know, people going to look at your whole little bit for cannabis and all that, and they going to take a step back. They going to be like, whoa, wait a minute now. This is more than about just cannabis, but I mean, well, the rest of the I'm country's like, doing cannabis, so why Mississippi got to be last at it when we've been growing it? Ole Miss. Yeah, it makes sense. No. But you're right. I mean, they got that preconceived notion because the federal government been lying about the plant for 80 years, right. since 1937, with the Marijuana so, Tax Act. So what do you think the time limit should be? Hmm? The term limits. You were talking about term limits. Yeah. Speak on what you was meaning when you brought up term limits. The uh, good old boys <laughs> up at the state capitol. You got them. You got them. Yeah. I mean, uh, my case in point, they were talking about the FBI. They uh, charged 57 supervisors, county supervisors, with charges and only dropped two of the uh, charges and that the other ones had to plead out. So you had 55 supervisors that were guilty, mm-hmm. which leads back to the good old boy system, which leads back to uh, buddies helping out buddies, scratch my back and I'll scratch your back. You give me a contract, I'll give you a 10% kickback. Right. Or a campaign donation. Big hill to right. So we're talking about reforming the legislative mm-hmm. branch of government. We got 82 counties in that state. I don't know that we need 82 counties. It's just a redundant reduplication redu- of so, services. Um, so I'm talking about even reducing the legislative side. What what state has the most And plus, counties? with term limits, you get a more responsive, a more spontaneous government. Right now, you just got them stuck in a rut doing the same old so, thing over and over. What we're redu- reducing the amount of counties, what, like what's the benefit of it? Well, every county got circuit clerks, and every county got chancery clerks, and all they do is basically just file documentation and paperwork. And with the advent of the Internet, as you well know, even with the iPodcast tonight, if you get fiber optic network across the state and have a secure network, 
and you really only need county as far as that goes. Some of them yeah. duties, and you just consolidate. I mean, why you got to have duplication of duties between services? Case in point would be on the coast. You got Biloxi and Gulfport, Long Beach, all in Harrison County, and they're all four different city governments, and they all got four separate jobs for the same job or four separate people for the same job. And you can yeah. just replace four with just one. Yeah, right. So I'm talking about uh, if you get 25 group of people together on a survey, then a random survey, you can pretty well take that outcome as uh, applies to the whole, whole of society. Mm-hmm. So you just don't need that many people anymore. I mean... You can consolidate from 82 counties to 41 or just to five different districts in the whole state. Right. Something like yeah. that. How you feel? How you think the people in those towns are feeling about that, though? Like, a lot of the small town people... Well, like you talk about losing jobs, and right now they're talking about automating uh, truck drivers to where you just program it in the computer and the truck drives itself. Yeah, well, like, man, truck driving jobs and transportation <laughs> they jobs gonna are, die. are yeah, responsible they, they for about... They're responsible for about 30% of the jobs out there. So you got to retrain 30% of the population right there in just the truck driving industry. I mean, I got my CDL. I got a commercial truck driver's license. Yeah. I used to cut wood. I've done done stuff politicians won't do. Right. I dig ditches and I cut wood and all. Let's let's talk about that. You said you don't want to be a school. I stayed in school. For sure. You said you didn't want to be a career politician. If you work hard to stay in school, this country will reward you. Oh yeah, you think so? With a lot of no a lot of time, no folks that um that business administration um, degree, they they pretty much don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they don't agree with that. <laughs> trust me, <laughs> if you got a degree in business administration, trust me, they are saying uh uh-uh. uh. I met I met a lot of good people. Once I got my real estate license, then I got into apartment management. Right. And it just took off from there and didn't look back. You know, you got to put on blinders. This world is full of distractions. You got to have tunnel vision. You can't be distracted by another person or or anything else hardly in this life to get ahead. So a little bit of research about you. Um, you started your own grassroots campaign with seven mil in the bank. Well, what? <laughs> <laughs> you, you got to show the tax returns anyway. <laughs> How did you do that? What? <laughs> Seven mil? Yeah. That ain't me. That ain't That's Tay Reeves. It's Tay Reeves. Oh, okay, dude. I'm broke ass, independent. They got some bad info on you, dude. Huh? They got some bad info on you, dude. But you see, like, you, you, you real, um, how can I say this? 420 friendly. I see the t shirt. I'm just not reading this. So. Oh, I'm out on a limb, baby. Four I'm out on a limb. Hope it don't get cut out from under me. Oh, no. And this right here, we got one of these. safety net. Got one of these bumper stickers right here. Look at my guy. They need everybody to jump on board and get serious. We're down to four weeks from tonight. Yeah. Oh, we. It's going down. See, we just had a special down. election here. I need them to get registered. They need to check the information, make sure they ain't been purged off the voter rolls. To over 18, they need to be registered as a circuit clerk. So, um, so basically, um, we had a special election. What I was gonna say, and a lot of people' main gripe was they didn't have um, a way to go vote. 
How do you feel about um, being able to vote from home? That's what I'm trying to, that's where we'll work toward. Mm -hmm. We got a secure fiber optic network. Then you log in with your fingerprint or a retinal scan and vote from your easy chair. That'd be the best. Yeah, you gotta understand yeah. this initiative method is a whole new way of doing business in Mississippi. We're changing the whole political system. Man, I know how West is used more. That's how Colorado and all the other states got recreational cannabis legal was through the initiative process, and it's new to Mississippians. But we can use it as a strong force together. If you get a hundred thousand people of like-minded opinions together, then you can control and dictate policy in this state. You can bypass and circumvent the legislative process altogether. They have to do the will of the people under the initiative process. Mm. That's fact, yes, sir. So we're talking about a new. Y'all need to understand and look at what I'm doing. I'm on the damn ballot. <clears throat> a year ago, I was just sitting in the chair, just like you, watching TV. You can't gripe if you're not ready to get involved, you know. But mm -hmm. if I'm going to get involved, then I'll get involved. If I got to be governor, I'll be governor. But by golly, if I'm governor, the change is going to come. Now, you're, you're right. People are resistant and hesitant to change. But you must understand, either you roll with change or you get run over. Mm. Right. That's right. So, again, when they, when they go out and vote again, they go... And also, when I'm governor, I can expunge and wipe clear 10,000 uh, people's charges with marijuana possession and intent to distribute. Mm, that's one of your platforms stand so up? So you would think that more people would be backing me that wanted their records expunged. Yeah. And you can vote if you have nonviolent crimes on your, on your record. So most, if, most felons can still vote. Yeah, they... Depends on what the crime is. Right, we're going right. to do away with that. I think and another like thing we're going to do away with is this bullshit about uh, the House of Representatives have to uh, vote on the governor after the general public has already voted. Right. Mm. The House of Representatives don't mean need to be deciding if I'm governor or not. Right. The citizens of Mississippi need to decide that. So we so. need to get rid of that damn law right off the bat. There's a court case on it right now, but they're not sure if it will uh, come to a judgment before the election date or not. Right. But if some crap like that goes down, then yeah, the NAACP needs to get involved, and we need so to you can actually that. I heard about this. I heard about you this. can actually be voted governor, and then the House of Representatives can yeah. overturn it. That's the reason why we ain't had any, uh, a lot of black representatives in the state. Right. And the uh, NAACP filed lawsuits against. This year again, I've, they've been doing it over and over. I think for right. about twenty something years, probably. I think. Yeah. Been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. I mean, That's crazy. If you ain't part of the good old boy system, you're excluded from it. So yeah. I, I'm just here to give people a voice and a choice they never had in this state before, and and they they they're not used to having the freedom. They've always used to it being dictated to them here in this state. We call it a repressive Republican regime. Mm. Right. So you lean more liberal or conservative? Huh? Which way do you lean more liberal liberal or conservative? They're trying to make me out as a liberal because I want marijuana legal. But why in the hell am I a liberal when I want to bring a major industry with major jobs and major revenues that we don't already have? We, 
We're talking about not throwing people in prison no more. We're talking about taking a liability and turning it into an asset. So I don't know how in the hell they would label me liberal because I want to bring a $9 billion industry to the state, you know, because that's all they're going to get elected for is to bring industry. Governor's just a representative head of state. He's more like the top salesman for the states, the way I look at it. Just mm. call me the good time governor. Call me the revenue generator. The revenue generator. <laughs> that, might, that might need to stick with you. Woo! That sounds like a mixtape. It's mix green, tape. baby. It's green. It, it sounds like green. you finna spit out your mixtape behind it. <laughs> man, What's listen, up? man. So, uh, so, I mean, I mean, let's look at it this way. Mississippi prides itself on being known as conservative. Mm -hmm. Some of the first commercials Tate Reeves come out with was about, oh, I'm the most conservative, conservative. candidate. Him and Bill Waller Jr. were going at it back and forth. Which mm -hmm. one's the most conservative? Well, let me put it to you this way. When you got a negative growth rate, <laughs> or when jobs only grew by 1% last year, right. where in the hell are you going to brag about being conservative? Where in the hell has your conservative policy got you year after year consistently, but dead last or right near to it? Mm. Number one in obesity. Now the, now the <laughs> trouble with telling is the truth? No. The trouble with telling the lies, you got to remember what you said. There's trouble with there ain't no trouble with telling the truth because you don't have to remember what you said. Okay. So true that. True that. <laughs> Another thing um, that you want. So this just affects so many damn people's lives in so many ways. You know? Right. I know another um, thing you want to bring up is affordable health care, right? Well, you can't afford to get sick no more. You, you know. You're right. But same time, I don't want to give up a hundred-year-old person a heart transplant either. I mean, it's, it's down to quality of life issue with me. Mm -hmm. You know, mo most of the time, most of my life, I go to the doctor, what, two or three times a year, I get some antibiotics and a shot, and then go on my way. That's most all any people need. Right. You know, something general. So my health care would be something general and basic plan. Sort of like how And above and beyond that. You would have to go to a specialist. So, with that being said, Jim Hood, of course, is pushing the Obamacare with the introduction that the federal government is going to give you a billion dollars right off the bat to help implement it. And they're talking about 31 rural hospitals being closed and that it's going to keep the rural hospitals open. But at the same time, hospitals are in business to make a profit. And with that being said, you got to have enough people surrounding the hospital to support it. And with that being said, you know what the least populated county in Mississippi is? No, what is it? It's Aquina County. No, uh, 1,300 population. So you ain't got enough people in that county to support a hospital is what I'm saying. Right. So what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to expand the licensed nurse practitioner's duties to encompass more responsibility in order to uh, take care of your rural health care regions. And anything they can't handle, then they're going to have to transport them to the hospital from that point. But uh, it's all about the revenue. And hospitals want to make a profit, and uh, you can't provide health care for everybody unless you got the money. And we're talking about making an illegal activity into a tax-producing activity. Mm. So, yes, legalizing <laughs> cannabis would go a long way to uh, 
providing uh, generalized health care to the populace and at the same time in the states where cannabis is legal Medicaid costs are down by 15 percent mm. so you're talking about doing away with four or five or six of your prescriptions and just replacing them with hemp oil because uh, we haven't even touched on the exogenous cannabinoid system of the body and how your body was created for the cannabis plant. Mm. This is that's, where you, that's, when you, oh, that's when you get into the uh, curing cancer part of it. Yeah. Mm. It's on a cellular deep. level. Okay, okay. Get a Every deep cell deep. in your body is made for it. You want to go a little deep with it? Educate us a little bit because I don't know much about that. It's called the exogenous cannabolic system. Every cell in your body has what they call as cannabinoid receptors on it. And what that means is that uh, there's over 50 cannabinoids in the cannabis plant. And so the cannabinoids attach to the receptors in each cell of your body. And so it actually works with the homeostasis of your body as to how all your organs function together in the body for the whole and healthy. So... What I'm saying, if you put your kids on a cannabinoid supplement from their childbirth, then you can probably prevent diabetes and cancer and stave off Alzheimer's. If you get your children on the cannabinoid regimen early, because your body was designed for it. And that's another thing. You know, man's the one that made pot illegal. God's the one that put it here. So when when man gets to thinking that he knows more than God, then then you're in trouble, because none of us in this room created this planet we live on. Exactly. That's true. <laughs> but they charge for it though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called yearly taxes. Tax everything, and that's what we're talking about. We're talking about a new tax revenue source. We're mm-hmm. talking about. Not prosecuting people for pot anymore, so you're not overburdening the justice system, and and uh, the police ain't harassing you no more for weed. I mean, it can happen. I used to live in Amsterdam. You know, they sold mushrooms on the street too, and and cannabis. It's no big deal. It's not a big deal till you make a big deal out of it. Right. They made a big you, deal you out of it. They didn't make a damn issue out. Of, yeah, they made an issue out of it a hundred years ago with the Food and Drug Administration started making them. Label ingredients, but I don't have no problem with them. Put the ingredients label on it, slap a warning label on it, and sell it. That's all you can do. You can't mm-hmm. babysit nobody. Everybody's in charge of their own damn body, and then. I got a few more questions next. Um, how you feel about funding HBCUs and uh, the, the Mississippi Delta? What? HBCUs, do you um, have anything about funding them or anything like that? ABC? Now, <laughs> HBCUs, historically black colleges. Uh, we need to fund all our colleges. Right. You know, we get the revenue. We can provide two-year degrees right. or Votech training. You know, and in the jails, we need to provide with career training. So they got something else to do besides pedal crack on the local corner. You know, right. so. Uh, We need to fund kindergartens because mm-hmm. kids learn 90% of their behavior before they're six years old. So we need to develop their interpersonal skills when they're young. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we need to bring the retired people back into the schools in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. We need to reenact school prayer in the morning. Maybe we cut down on school shootings. And then we generate the revenue. We can let them choose when they're about 14 if they want to go trade school or if they want to serve the uh, pursue the academic side of it 
Because small businesses are the backbone of this country, so you can build a good business being a plumber, electrician, heating air, right. auto mechanic. So uh, then, then we go to uh, community colleges. They're all talking about paying for free two-year degree. Well, that all takes money, honey, and we talking about generating revenue where we're at. Right. Revenue, jobs, tourism, right. reforming the... Uh, prison system, you know. If a law hadn't worked over a, in over a hundred years, then chances are it ain't gonna work. So, do you know how much go money back and change them and make? Yeah, they just start selling. If they products. just start selling their product on their campus, like legally sell, they mm-hmm. they probably gonna make it. Cause all the students gonna buy them out. <laughs> the students is gonna kill them. Canada, it's legal. Canada. That's another thing. Canada legalized recreational nationwide so during alcohol prohibition we were getting most of our alcohol from Canada the same premise is going to apply here I mean might as well legalize it and tax it and be ahead of the wave but for once instead of behind trying to catch up so how much will it cost to get into the cannabis business if you always big money you go to Colorado it's big money well I mean you gotta you can have your outdoor grows but if you're gonna have the high THC concentration you're gonna Need about a half a half a million square feet building for your indoor grow to be competitive. And, you know, a price tag in Colorado to get started is about a four million dollars. So the average little weed man probably can't compete. And another thing, get your permit as soon as they come out. Permits went for five grand when Colorado first issued them. Now the permits done gone up to a half million dollars in price. Right. Shoot. And the uh, at first, they just issued as many permits as people wanted, which yeah. is the way to do it. Supply and demand will weed them out. You know, the big fish going to weed up the little fish, and that's the yeah. scenario you got happening in Denver, and that's what it's going to But it's kind of tricky, though, up there but in then, Colorado, because there's certain counties that don't allow it. All right, it'll be up to the county. I mean, Grenada County ain't going to legalize weed. I'll tell you okay, that right now. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no way in hell Lee Taylor going to let weed get legalized here in Grenada County. It's all really down to it. So it'll be, uh, it'll be Hines County for sure, because Jackson's going bankrupt and needs the money. Jackson needs infrastructure. Jackson needs everything. I'm yeah. born and raised in Jackson. On the coast, it'll be Harrison County, uh, Forest County, Hattiesburg will probably go. Grenada, I don't see Grenada going. Yeah. No. Right, but when they merge uh, all these other counties, they need to be, it still need to be Grenada and, County. Uh, Tunica will probably go, maybe DeSoto County yeah. up north. There's a lot of people in Alcorn County. You know Alcorn County is the smallest county in the state of Mississippi? The smallest county. Mm-hmm. Mm. Didn't know that. Inside. I'm full of all this useless yeah, information. You got, yeah. You got the info. <laughs> man, look, we got to pay some bills real quick, man. Uh, we got Pun Smart. They buy and um, loan money on gold. Gold is currently at a five year high, uh, which means more money for the same amount of gold that you would have pun last year. Uh, mention Mastermind Podcast, get 10% off anything in the store, including selling your gold and getting loans on your gold. Alright, that's Mastermind Podcast. It's an interview with, with Mr. David Singletary, man, the 420 governor. All the way to victory, baby. I'm giving yes, you sir. a chance for a voice and a choice you never had in this state and you won't ever have before. You got to understand, I'm running one time, 
and I'm running for one term, and I'm going to serve four years, and I'm going to step down. I'm only doing this to legalize cannabis and put term limits on the legislature. After I'm done with being governor, you can go back to the same old good old boy system. You can go back to the same old dog and pony show. You can go back to the same old smoke and mirrors that you got today and just forget I came and just have, enjoy the legal cannabis industry. Yeah, it is, y'all. Hey, man. <laughs> Mastermind <laughs> Podcast, man. Y'all check them out, man. What's up? Man, that's, that's dope, man. Like, yeah. you, you, you. <laughs> You just seem like they don't think like I do. It should have been about about six, seven, eight years ago. Smoke something, bitch. Man, do you know how much steam we'll have on this campaign if you if you just, one time by about four years? That's it. Cause it would have spooked them when they heard it anyway. Well, they was this year, four years from now, eight years from now. Soon you said sure. legalized marijuana. They, <gasps> so the fact that somebody was starting it. You give me something. Well, I mean, the rest of the country doing it. Mississippi ain't got to be last. Yeah. We got the same rights as other states. That's true. We got all the natural resources we need. But you know you what know? state? It's just what, a perception. What state profit the most off of legal marijuana? Y'all know? Oregon. Huh? Oregon. Oh, uh, Marijuana is already the largest cash crop in the country. Right. And it's not even legal in hard and on thirty four. Oregon got a lot of um tourism traffic. Along with tourism some good ass. up fifty one percent in Colorado since they legalized. For sure. So we're talking about a fifty percent increase in tourism. Yeah. Easy. They leaving come to Grenada. Easy. <laughs> and Colorado probably didn't even have like a real big tourism. Oh then why would be pretty nice. True that, but I don't think it's Oregon though. Like Oregon, I, I go snow skiing all the time, in Colorado. Yeah, you ain't got nothing but a rose down in Oregon. Man, you crazy, <laughs> boy. You crazy. Listen, because there's so much like and for like um the the salmon and all that seafood shit. Like they got a lot of traffic for go to you know what I'm saying to try to make a lot of money. So they got people that's coming all the time. Well, that's what I'm saying. And they water, you see what I'm saying? That's so they already had a lot of traffic coming through the Where is Mississippi? Mississippi is strategically and logistically located right in the middle of the southeast. Right. You know, our major markets will be Dallas, Fort Worth, and uh, Atlanta, Georgia. And Illinois done legalized recreational, so uh, that knocks the Chicago market out. I was hoping that we could get Chicago, Saint Dallas, Louis. and Atlanta mm-hmm. and control the damn market for that area. That's the window of opportunity we're talking about. Right. You're bringing an illegal uh, substance, legal, and the window of opportunity closes the more states that legalize it. And every and every state's leaning in that direction now. So the sooner we do it, the better off we'll be. Right. But, you know, like I said, it's that... <gasps> Conservative yeah, Christian. Yeah. Well, let me. You want to get on religion? <laughs> oh, because oh, I just read one of these things. Now it my says Jesus, Jesus don't judge. It says Jesus saved. Amen. My Jesus so don't you judge. Can't, yeah, you can't talk about the Christians if you believe. What in Jesus. Jesus say? What he said? He said, "Ye without sin cast the first, first stone. stone." So what does that mean? Mm. That means sweep off your own back porch before you worry about your neighbors. Yeah, mm. but again, you know. 
You know the Christian rules. Well, if they apply Jesus' second rule, first rule is one sovereign God overall. Second rule is love your neighbor as you love yourself. Faith. Now, nowhere in the war on drugs, which includes... That's the, one of the few things in the Bible that I believe. Yeah, yeah. That's how I love their neighbor. Yeah. I believe and, it. and nowhere in the war on drugs, you know, it's all about persecution and prosecution and uh, uh, right. uh pushing down your fellow man instead of lifting him up so no way form or fashion does the war on drugs tailor what Jesus wants us to do and to live like so it actually is the deception of the devil in my in my eyes when you declare a war on drugs on your people with inside your own borders don't we have enough people in the world wanting to uh, bring down the United States without having a war on our own people inside our borders mm. this is land of the free Oh, say, can you know the ho do you know the you know the whole verse? You know the whole At the twilight, I got a neat true bass voice. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, you got that all. I know it, but. Like you should be on Broadway. the free. I think this is the first and time. The home of the brave. How old are Amen. you? <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Listen, y'all don't understand. I'm on a mission from God. Got me set. God set me on this mission. God said, "Who shall I send?" And I said, "Send me, Lord. Send me." Because I know, I know uh, prohibition don't work. My grandfather got killed in alcohol prohibition. So you're just spinning your wheels trying to enforce it. Zero tolerance is not obtainable. So you take away the two cornerstones on which the war on drugs is built, right. and then it can't stand. Mm. And then you got to start living by Jesus' second rule. Love your fellow man. Yep. I'm with it. I'm definitely with it. So that's why, man, I'm, I'm in it for a higher calling. Man, listen, man. I, I, Take I definitely... Mississippi to the next level. There's no reason for us to be last. We can compete with the best of them. You know that. Hey, listen. Um, one thing One thing about um, trend settlers, they get bashed the hardest. Mm, yeah. You the first guy. Every time the the first one to go, he always get he get the brunt in, or the beat down. So mm -hmm. don't be discouraged. You know what I'm saying? No. You know what I'm saying? God's way better than me against me. I let it roll off my body like water off a duck back. Donald Trump be better off if he did that. Quit overreacting all the time. A quick question: You think he gonna get impeached? No. Nah, <laughs> monarchy can't get it done. Let, Trust let, me, that ain't gonna uh, happen. Ukraine, well, Russia's run by the mafia, and Ukraine's right there with them. So they're used to mafioso and thug-like tactics and arm twisting. So I mean, that that goes along with international politics and and and, and okay, the United then. States. Well, United States got the leverage over these smaller countries in that. That was all over about a four hundred million dollar. But Ukraine used to be grand. a part of Russia, though, right? At one time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, the Soviet and Union. They, yeah, right, right, mm -hmm. and they like where they all fell apart. Yeah, we can't pay it. We can't worry about that. That's another thing. We can't be a damn babysitter for the world. 
And that's another thing. We need to get rid of these nuclear weapons. What are we going to do? Blow each other up? I mean, it ain't like China going to come over here and invade us. It ain't like Russia going to come over here and invade us. If a bomb hit land, the continental 48 states. We ain't screwed. Yeah, the whole country gone. <laughs> you gonna go live underground? You no. got an underground bunker. Listen, building. we no. ain't gonna die. <laughs> yeah. We really gonna die. It's gonna be mass chaos. You gonna need a gun to defend yourself. Yeah, they gonna be like from Walking Dead shit. Like we gonna be walking around fighting for exactly. yeah. Ain't number roaches gonna be left. Uh-uh. I'm trying to go to the near family that all of that still standing. So we need to get rid of them nuclear warheads. I don't know what. We need to put them on a missile and send them to the sun. The only thing that's gonna be a Dollar John. I'm just saying. And Gorsprang. And Gorsprang. The one in Gorsprang. And we're gonna, well, I'm going there first so I can go and stay clean. I'm pissing on the door and everything. Like a little doll. That's my territory. Then I'm lock the door. Like it up. Yeah, yeah, I need all that. You cannot come in here. This is the safe house. But we need to be, like I said, I want to be the reasonable governor, the good time governor, the tourism governor. I'm more of a. What is our governor now? What would you, what would you say he is? Well, I went to high school with the guy, so I mean, uh, it's not much different between me and him. We, right. We were both raised by blue collar men. It's a lot different family. between you and him. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the main well, difference <laughs> is that my main difference is he was a Hines County deputy sheriff, and I, I went in the Air Force and became a businessman. You right. know, and uh, he thinks that there ought to be a policeman on every corner, but <laughs> I believe y'all let the public police themselves. I Facts. mean, we can't yeah. afford to have a police on every corner. We I don't got have the resources. The U.S. Uh, government is twenty-three trillion dollars in debt, and nobody even mentions that. I, I think I think a police officer should stay like, like it should be a police officer for each look. I guess neighborhood. You, you say put one police on the beat. Yeah, that stay. That stay there. Oh, he got to live in the neighborhood. Yeah, he got to stay somewhere in the neighborhood. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I promise you, everything change quick. Yeah, well, I, mean, I stay across the street from police officers. And another we talking about legalizing drugs, so we're talking about being able to monitor them to a certain extent. Right now, you can't monitor them. You don't know what the hell they're putting in them. You not you can't uh, test the quality or the ingredients. And right. we're talking about bringing it legal, like the alcohol. So I mean, the police is not going to be the babysitters of the public anymore. They ain't going to be all up in your business. Right. Unless you out on the road driving drunk. Do you are a risk to others? But that if gonna you're be in your house. A, a, a major for them because right now that's like that's what they, they key do. reason to get in your shit. Yeah, I know. Like, I smell, smell weed. weed. Yeah, exactly. Well, that ain't going to be a probable cause They don't no need more. to Okay, then. So, so with that being said. Colorado dropped that and they dropped the uh, drug testing for employers too. Mm. Hey, that's dope. But Come on, piss done always been most of yo. Employers can do that they sell though, right? Like, mm-hmm. if they want to test you, they can do Yeah. You think they'll fall in line with that? It ain't grounds to fire you on though. Right. Cause my piss is mustard yellow. Do you? Listen, you wouldn't have spice. High, 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 high. You wouldn't. You wouldn't <laughs> Sriracha have, high, goddamn. You wouldn't have this spice crap, which is bullshit pot- marijuana, pot- potpourri uh, soaked in formaldehyde. Yeah. They embalm dead people with formaldehyde. Yeah. Now, why in the hell are you gonna be smoking formaldehyde for? Yeah. It makes zero when sense. When God to me. got some shit dead. But one, one of the reasons the spice <laughs> came out, and then people did get addicted to spice. They had withdrawal. 
Paul sends them. I've seen them. They get sick as yeah, a dog. But, but my point is, if you wouldn't have uh, had mandatory drug testing for pot, then you never would have had the spice epidemic develop because most people started smoking spice in order to avoid the piss test for pot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fake. I, I and, and, and then if you'd left cocaine legal, you never would have had the crack epidemic. I won't. And then if you left the opium dens back in San Francisco, you never would have had heroin developed. So right. Mm-hmm. And now you done had crystal meth all the way around from Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler in World War Two did crystal meth. Yeah, yeah, he was. I don't believe it. Yeah, yeah, he, he was high as a mud. I didn't hear about Crystal Melter. I was like, twenty four. He had been around since World War Two. He had the Nazis soldiers on heroin. They created. He had the Nazis on heroin. Okay, oh, the Nazis always been around. The Nazis done created a lot of stuff that we use today still. Like the yeah. like that mob <laughs> shit back then. You think the folks were selling cocaine back then? No, they were selling that H. They were selling that dog food. They were selling the heroin. Sixties and seventies. No, it was like before that. Well, all you can do is listen. Like cocaine been around since Asia. Oh yeah, heroin too for sure. But not the early days. No, the the native tribes in South America they get a cocoa leaf and they chew it, chew it, and it. Give them a little energy boost during the day, and then of course oh, that's they red bull. And then the American scientists got hold to it, and then they synthesized it, and that's what we got today. Good they, cocaine. Yeah. Put a little gasoline in the steering wheel. I want to know what can really just encourage a person to want to use that. Like that's sorry. You got to go up your nose. You got to poke it in your own. Like I ain't got no tattoo. I ain't gonna, I'm not shooting up nothing. I don't know, man. You know you want to get on another level. <laughs> Fuck that. Marijuana put me right where I need to be. Man, man. That blood get the flowing sometimes, right and get that dick hard. Sometimes you want to slap the top of the back. You know why? Because marijuana is in a natural form. Right. Cocaine synthesized, hairon synthesized. Got a whole lot of crap. Listen, that's what I tell him. That's what I be telling him when he be shaking and shit when he don't, when he, he don't have a coat. Like he'll get to Satan like he had his twitch about himself and shit. Don't believe like, that. Oh, everything. <laughs> like, he, he'll fiend. He drink them bitches every day. Marijuana's prescribed for Tourette's syndrome. I think I got Tourette's. Yeah, he got Tourette's. <laughs> they don't got Tourette's. I got Tourette's. Tourette. But I admit it, though. Yeah. Like, it, it don't strike me like on Tuesday. Yeah, I just, I have a damn episode where I just say some damn wild ass shit. Like, oh, some I'm shit like, I need I'm to I'm day day. I'm a little bipolar. Yeah, I can believe that. So, man, listen, man, that's what it is, man. Listen, we got David Singletary. Anything you want to leave the people with, man? I'm leaving the people with. Y'all need to pay attention to what I'm doing because I bleed red and put on my pants one leg at a time just like you do. I couldn't sit around and bitch about it unless I was willing to get involved. And uh, it all started with wanting to legalize cannabis for Mississippi and tired of Mississippi being last, plus I was chronic pain suffer and uh, God willing I got on the ballot for governor and I'm giving you one choice and one voice for a change in this state for the better and uh, take take your future in your own hands and uh, get your liberties back because I'm all about getting my liberties back at my age I didn't I didn't pay my dues to society and done what I had to do to be successful and uh, I didn't know my damn liberties were taken away from me, but they were. And the war on drugs is one of the main reasons they'll come up in your doorstep today. Right. And if we dropped it, just call a truce. Just call a truce. Just quit arresting people for drugs. And just see, uh, 
called truth. Take the wisdom that we've learned from the past hundred years. <laughs> Think rationally and reasoning because uh, what we're doing now is not working because it's, we just created a vicious perpetual cycle that feeds yes. on itself with the justice system and the prison system and the law enforcement system and the federal government will give you uh, certain grants if you fulfill a certain quota of arrest. We need to drop that, and we need to drop the damn. They said no we need to drop the damn confidential informant program. I hate that. I hate the confidential informant program. Snitches get stitches, baby. <laughs> so I mean, I'm bringing. I've been on both sides. You been sides. snitched on? <laughs> you don't been snitched on? Yeah. <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about it. No, not really. But, you know, Mine's just been Mr. Leaner under So, would you snitch? Huh? So, would you snitch? No. You wanna snitch? Don't do the crime, can't do the time. Right. So, you and your partner, y'all make a play. What I'm <laughs> saying is, uh, we need to drop the war on drugs, and that way we wouldn't even have the confidential informant but program. You know? A lot of black people think they was done on purpose, though. A lot of black people think they made the war on drugs to start. Locking them up and taking away from their families, and you know, it was designed single, single to repress home. minorities. Yeah. yeah, right. Okay, you know, guaranteed. And uh, confidential informant program—that's just wrong, man. I mean, you, you're taking a drug addict and you're leaving them in the same environment you want them to get out of, but you're milking them for information and leaving them in right there in a dangerous situation. So like you it could jeopardize their life at times, you know. And and then they, and then they. They still get thrown in jail, yeah, and they still, still don't get better. Still don't get I know a woman that's been rehab six times. You can't shove Jesus down nobody's throat. Everybody got to come to Jesus street. on their own. You get high in jail, then you go on the street. Yeah, I mean, most people find Jesus in jail, and then when they get yeah. out, they right back in the same neighborhood. So you got to change the environment. I'm they not, I'm not opposed jail. to reinstating the draft. You get an 18-year-old uh, young person in there, <laughs> give them a chance to go in the military instead of throwing them in jail. Teach them a trade, send them off overseas. There's no black 18-year-old that's going to go for it forcefully. <laughs> <laughs> they is not going forcefully. They're going to go to prison. We appreciate you, man. Thank you. Mastermind Podcast. Well, so we on. 60-something. Dave, you on that 420 friendly I think, candidate I think in we the on race. 69. Yes, sir. 69, huh? Yeah. Pretty much been wasting my time because Burrell ain't recording. Nah. <laughs> you right here. Uh, well, it'll it'll be uh most it'll be after uh the regular uh season uh, because all these kids are part of different uh, uh rec programs in their hometowns and uh what we're gonna do is we're gonna hold a trial. We're gonna hold two trials actually, uh, two trial dates uh, which we'll post soon. On Facebook, and uh, I'm distorted. Okay, all right, but we'll uh, we'll hold uh, two trial dates, and uh, we'll we'll uh, play. Uh, starting out, uh, I'm trying to set up to go to uh, Oklahoma to play a team out in uh, Oklahoma, and that's probably going to be our first game. And we're looking to do that probably in the next couple of months. Uh, but we'll we'll probably play uh, more towards uh, spring and uh, summer months. Uh, it's when we'll try to okay. play, find you know the tournaments or and uh, stuff like that. Why why you pick that age group like on the twelve? Uh, well, um. 
because uh, that at that age is when it's uh, critical to to kind of mold them and, yeah. and to and, and really get you know your different techniques and, and, and your different fundamentals get all that stuff down pat uh, and you know and this is when it's almost to the stage where they'll start playing for the schools mm-hmm. where you know where they're actually being watched so that's why you know that's why I pick you know the 12 year old you know the 12 12 you yeah, so it'll be what twelve from twelve years old to it'll be twelve year olds and eleven year olds. Right, right, okay. And so moving and traveling, they got to cause a lot. Like, um, how do you plan on tackling transportation? Uh, uh right now, uh, and we we'll be looking into uh, doing van rentals. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know a couple of churches who uh, have uh, charter buses. Right. And so I'll be, you know, uh, contacting uh, a couple of those uh, churches and seeing, you know, how much would it cost us to travel uh, certain distances. And and uh, that's that's how we're going to do the transportation right now. Right. I know one of the things that, you know, um, before we got on air, you want to talk about with the basketball season. Yeah, yeah. You know uh, yeah, because uh, – of course, you know, uh, my job is, is well, I, okay, our job, Mr. Burrell over here, okay, uh, we yeah. work with the uh, Park and Ricks. Right. So we got a upcoming uh, basketball season is uh, getting ready to start. And uh, we're seeking uh, registration right now, and we're jumping on it early because we're trying to get every child registered that wants to participate. We don't want to leave a single child out. I think right now we probably got about uh, seventeen or eighteen hundred uh, applications out because we took about fourteen hundred to the school and they put them in each classroom at the elementary school and each child took an application home. Right. And then on top of that, we have applications at Hibbets, uh, Hibbets Sports. Uh, the Broken Pot, which used to be uh, Stewart Sports and more. Right. Uh, we have them at Chris Collins at Custom Print. We have them at Tally's. We yeah. have them at uh, Knots and Tangles at Candace uh, Barbers- uh, Bar- uh, Hair Salon. Yeah. My, excuse me. At Candace Hair Salon. We also have them at Steve's uh, Barbershop. So we have a lot of applications out in, in several different locations. And... Uh, we just need some participation from right. from the, the the kids as well as the parents as far as coaches and, and, and helping out with, you know, just everything. Because a lot of parents, they look at that as daycare. And that's you, true. <laughs> and that's not daycare. That's like, not, you need to not, be there. You need to right. make sure you participate in seeing everything. That's right. And they keep a lot of bullshit down. I got a couple yeah. of questions on here. Yeah. Um, okay. Somebody said, do we have anything for five-year-olds coming up? Yes, basketball. Yes, basketball. Uh, you can sign your five-year-old child up for basketball, uh, and that was one of the things. That was a, a question that I I got asked. I uh, got asked today uh, was you know could they play if they were five? Because uh, on that flyer it says six to seventeen, I think. Mm. But yes, a five-year-old can play. We sign them up. 
and and we gonna put them in a uniform and, and put them on the floor. Five exactly. seventeen, right? Yeah. Um, somebody else asked, um, what's registration fee? Registration fee is fifty dollars. Now, don't let that run you off because if you are not able to pay the fifty dollars, uh, when you register, we ain't worried about that. Bring. Uh, $25, $10, just make sure that you try to pay it off, you know, during the season, as the season go on. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get the kids. Right. Uh, it's not so much about, you know, uh, the, the registration fee because we kind of, you know, been caught up in that in the past, and I think we're trying to move forward past that, and we're really trying to target every single child, so we that's not going to be an issue. No child uh, left behind. No child right. left behind. No, no child talking, left behind. You like Jewel Bush a little bit. Yeah, the yeah, kids. Screw the, you. The, the kids. Um, I don't think that the kids don't want to play. I think right. sometimes is the parents not enthused about it for them. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, because right. sometimes the kid needs the parent validation. Right? Exactly. That's exactly. Like if my dad wasn't with it. I wasn't with it. Yeah, right, you feel right, me? Right. 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 That's just how it rolls. So, right. I think I think parents do need to not consider this to be. Daycare and exactly. actually get involved. With, exactly. You know what I'm One more time, run down the places you say the applications at. The applications are at Tally's uh, Marathon, whatever they want to be called. It's a bodega. Uh, right. They are at Chris Collins at Custom Print. Uh, they are at the Broken Pot, which used to be Stewart Sports and More, right next to Catfish Corner. Uh, they are at Hibbets Sports. Uh, they are also at uh can at knots and tangles at candy shop and at steve's shop and they at the school and they are at all the schools even kirk academy and right. we stay strapped with them too and yeah and we always there. got them and and the main and another thing is you know a lot of people can't make it before four o'clock all you got to do is let myself mr burrow know um uh, miss uh tiffany spencer uh and we will make sure we get your application some kind of way. Yeah, Jim Box me right here on Facebook or something. But uh they also said um where they playing it. Or would they play basketball at? Uh right now we, we still using uh the middle school uh until you know the this sports plex is completed or some other uh venue comes along. But right now we'll still be playing at the middle school. Okay. That's what it is. Um, we definitely uh, appreciate y'all being on the live. We can't be on live all night. We need y'all to click on that link. Yes, you know what I'm talking about? You make sure y'all go Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, SoundCloud, Masterminds Podcast, what a S. You feel me? And before we leave, you know what I'm saying? Another shout out to Pun Smart, 322 Sunset Drive. They buy and loan money on gold. Gold is currently at an all-time high, which means more money for gold. Mention Mastermind Podcast for a 10% discount throughout Christmas. Pun Smart, 322 Sunset Drive, Grenada, Mississippi, 38901, Next Door to Region Bank, man. Y'all get at us. See, we couldn't get as, as deep as we can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to get a little deep. Yeah. I want to, I wanna, because, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, I know what's going on. You feel me? Yeah. Why you think it's... Why you think Park and Rick struggling? I don't think Park and Rick struggling. You feel uh, me? It's uh, <laughs> well. Why is it at a peak? Why why, why isn't is it, it not at a peak? Yeah. Why why isn't it? 
at his and feet. Because now think about it. You got to think about the kid, the kids that y'all trying to get. Yeah. They parents. Yeah. Were product of um, park and recreation. Correct. It was pretty much, if you paid anything. Yeah, you played. If you if you paid anything because yeah. it was sponsored, it was yeah. people that yeah, and yeah. you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, they want to know why they need that. Because first of all, you you kind of you lost that kind of leadership. Uh, mm-hmm. and and I think uh and I think now with some of the recent events that happened that you about to see some of that type of leadership come back right. because you know you got people now saying stuff and now they now they brought it to where uh it's come to the councilman you know right. the, the streets talking you know and 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 certain and, and certain stuff that was going on you know is now it's like being shed upon it right. and it's like you know oh you ain't got no answers now yeah. okay now we got to do something so now you know, a lot of the ideas and stuff that was going on deaf ears, now them ears wide open. Right. You know, when he, he listening to Burrow now. You know, he, he listening and notice I'm saying he because that that we only as strong as the leader. Right. right. And who is the leader. So now, you know, he listening. Right. Trying to turn it around. Because like I, I I understand that at the end of the day, if yep. you lose resources, you know that's the, the 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 civilians gonna end up having yeah. to hold up for the tax. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's just what it is. Yeah, right. I don't think it's so much of people not wanting to pay the money. Right. I think the kids nowadays are just okay with having friends online. Yeah, yeah. That that that's a that's another that's another big thing, and I. Uh, Tamika Noel said that today. Take the cell phones, you know. Take the video games from these kids. And they can't function. Them back. That, <laughs> they can't that's right. Function. That's, that's like talk. us. They're like us. You know. You take a cell phone and you ain't got a cell phone for a while. Bro, I know like three kids <laughs> that's on the high school football team that didn't play football until like that eighth, ninth grade year. Right. We played football like our we third grade, football. second yeah. grade. We were tired of football. We were tired of playing school. Exactly, because like, we've been we playing. Played that's what I'm telling you. Like, and being from Eastside, like, we used to use the park as our. That's your outlet. Yeah, you feel me? Like yeah. that was we, it. We going to the where you at? I mean, Eastside yeah. the park. We played. My first time ever seeing a football game on a baseball field was on Eastside. Yeah. <laughs> like it was so funny because we had to get cones to mark the shit off. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it was so funny. Yeah. But now. People don't take advantage of the outdoors anymore, I guess. Nah. Not to sound old, but... Nah. And they okay with their kids being at home because yeah. it's so much shit going on. That's right. That's right. So you got all these dynamics that fighting. Like, what can you... What in your mind is a solution to fix it? You can't even think of nothing. Nothing. Because you... You know you, what I'm saying? You can't say, you know, uh, I can make it safe. We'll have the police out there. Hear the police like... It's hot, as, it's hot mm-hmm. as fuck. The kids crying. Yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? My baby ain't and, not... My baby ain't and, gonna be out there. But they don't want to play 7.30 in the morning. And right. it, it ain't enough water for anybody out there. Bro, like, I'm Okay, how much water we put out there? When and we, drink it up. When we was playing, bro, we had games sometimes at 6 o'clock in the morning. Bro. Yeah. 
I'm good, bro. We had three to four games, like six o'clock in the morning, and the rest of the game on Saturdays, bro. From six o'clock to probably about 10, 11 o'clock, they'll play a set. And then the second set will be like from 4.30 to it done to get dark. Yeah. And right after that was softball games. The older heads, they played softballs on Saturday and Sunday. So it was jumping. It was like the shit. And like to see it like them. To what now. To what it, it is, is now. now. Yeah. It's, it's, even when you got something going on, it don't be enough people watching. Right. But because people are comfortable with being in their house now. And then not only that, just yeah. think about it like how much did you pay to go to the game? Like honestly. Nothing. You didn't pay yeah. shit. So everything was pretty much like damn near like little to no profit was getting made. Just, just come. Just come. And the old motherfuckers was doing. But so it's kind of hard. Change, yeah, it's it, and then stuff is more expensive now. And not only that, but with that they got options though because it's like. Either they can come or they can't. Right. You see what I'm saying? And like you, you definitely don't want them to not come because yeah, you want they, them to come. They gonna blame it on you when they don't come. Though. So yeah, but now that's the part that I <laughs> it's, don't get. It's, yeah, it's it's a it's a like conundrum to be in. Like I understand some of it, and some of it ain't no excuse for. It. I, I'm not gonna just get deep. And I'm not it. gonna say it was our body because it was going bad. So come yeah. here, the, the, the lad, little bit of his team. Because like I said, once again, that go back to leadership. He, when you get to the, he, you know, he really didn't care no more. Yeah, like, he I, didn't give a shit. Whatever, I, you know. And which speaking of him, I'm ready to beat that nigga up right now. <laughs> <laughs> he screwed oh, me. God. He screwed me I, with that same type of I don't care attitude. He screwed Man. my. 14-year-olds this summer in, um, in the state tournament. So, I'm ready to whoop his ass right now. Listen, man. Still. Listen, man. Sometimes when it comes to to the community, bro, like, sometimes community don't want to do better for community. Yeah. But, and, and you know, and, and you exactly right. But they don't want to do better. But when somebody say it ain't nothing to do for the kids, they be the first one to be like, oh, it ain't nothing to do. Damn, man, they don't never have, they don't never have this or that. But you, you won't even try. Yeah, because they would rather go to Lost Pizza or go yeah. to yeah. Bangs or some yeah. shit like that. Hey, go down there. You know what I'm saying? But now at the end of the day, they don't, because think about it though, like most of these kids is being um, told what to do by a single mom. Yeah, right, right. The dad ain't the, the person you need to be talking to about this shit. Ain't, ain't no, got no say so. No, he ain't got all. no say so. Even if all. he wanted to, he could. Not just man. I'm gonna put my son in recreation. Yeah. And it's okay. It could be okay. Then yeah. it could be nigga. You got me fucked up. Yeah, I ain't gonna, you, <laughs> you might go pay for it. You might go do this. You might yeah. Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So with that, in there. you can't. It ain't it, the outlet. Ain't as easy as it used to be. No. Connell didn't talk to my mom. He talked to my dad. Yeah. Right. He didn't talk to um, Zach Mom. He talked to Zach Uncle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Same with P-Funk. Like, they went to our daddies and talked to them about why we need to be in there. Right. They felt the connection that got us in there. Right. Now you, being Johnny Boy, you finna go on 800, really scouting for talent, and you bumping into 80, 90 single moms. That's it. Oh, That's time. it. 
Uh, it's like what a daddy, and then you you can't ask that question. Or it's just the kids. It ain't sometimes. Yeah. But I know it at some point in your mind, you gotta be like, what a daddy. What a daddy. Yeah, and then that's I think women shouldn't have no say so. It's some of the kids, especially little boys, bro. Right. It's, it's some kids in Parker Rick. I don't even know who they mama is right now or daddy. You feel? I just know the kids. You just know them. That's that's true because they like he said they, they use it for daycare, just getting dropped off. Bro, I, I remember them folks didn't even know reason. Some of them getting dropped off. They catching rides. With. I they caught little Darlene. They called you who? That's what they used to call it, bro. Yeah, yeah. Before they knew it name. Yeah. When they first started playing this yeah. shit. Bro, it's some of them. I don't even know they parents. I've never seen they parents. They yeah. catch rides to the game yeah. or, or something like that. Yeah. It's some of them I never seen. Yeah, because it's... I don't even know how they signed up. It just, shit, they probably signed up. <laughs> shit, they probably, they probably got their little nigga to act like another parent. And sign. <laughs> bro, up. listen, bro. I done seen some shit in my lifetime, bro. You feel me? And that shit ain't too far fetched, bro. That's weird. Having game boys a homeboy, bro. We forced the fuck out of some man. My hold back, on, hold bro. on, man. Don't, but listen, don't I'm talking about it before going to school, oh, bro. Okay, okay. Before going progress report and shit like yeah. that. Oh yeah, I did. Game boy. Man, y'all niggas gonna quit this. That nigga had the most immaculate hand right now. No, I'm gonna tell you yeah. what. Yeah. The most underrated tool you can have as a child, uh, your own stapler. Yeah. I used to right. carefully Peel that staple out And fold that staple right. Take the paper Show on there And staple right It's crazy down. that we don't Get none of these stories No more though. Yeah Kids don't know about the Selling the Kool-Aid No nah. Shit like that man, Come on man You feel me Yeah And then here come Your old ass Coming in here Telling them your stories yeah, right. And then they looking at you old, You old ass Staple What's a staple Right It just They get a price To put on a piece of paper It tell you everything They had Do you want to be Unagraded with um, you leave. Uh, honestly, let's keep honestly, honestly, no, and it, and it ain't and it ain't. It ain't got to be because of no racist. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because because I'm I'm not racist. I do you the got most some white, white stuff I, I in the a, world. Yeah. And I, I mean, you I play, play soccer, soccer and I listen to more country <laughs> Zinx, music nigga. and rap. Hell, my favorite T-shirt white too. Listen, <laughs> but <laughs> because it because it's gonna be a clash of the dinglings. Right. Yeah. And, and it's what we just, the masculinity going to take over. It's just going to be a clash of the dingling. We just talked about it here. Now, you can't tell me what to do because I ran it over there. And I ain't, mm-hmm. I'm going to come over here. I'm going to do the same thing. It's going to be a clash talk, of the dingling. We just talking about that earlier. Though. We was like, um, it can't be ran. like it, cause they, they arguing now. They they over there arguing about right. how to run it. And then they try With to. With each other. Then, then, they, then they come over there and tell, let's park and rig ain't being ran right. But they they can't even get along with them. Well, yeah, because at the end of the day, these were at one point permanent white men that didn't have to really. They they, they had spare time. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. They ain't really got spare time. Now, no one thing I can say, they coach participation better now. Coach participation. Oh, most definitely. We got, like, the same rotation of coaches coaching like multiple teams. Most of the time, the daddy system. Like, yeah, that's, that's system what work. it is. The, the, the daddy's boys out there. Yeah, right? yeah. You can get get you a good team. Get, get your son and that's it. Get some of your homeboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 fucking great right now. That's that's pretty fucked up though. Yeah, that's what it is. But I will say though. Bodine and Big Boy did a pretty damn good job. They um, did. Tommy, um, Blissaw, yeah. they did, yeah. they did, yeah. they did some yeah. damn good job, you know yeah. what I'm saying, with what they had to work with. Right. Because, shit, it probably was that time, you probably got 30 kids to play that. Yeah. And out of them 30, you splitting them up in two A brackets, and that shit had to be frustrating. 
Bro, I remember times where Mr. Hughes and and um Dexter Ross was like having real life beef because they picked the same player. Yeah. Well, one it, of them it been like that. Yeah. Like, well, somebody yeah. picked one and. You thought he was on your list and shit. <laughs> he really yeah, wasn't. He really wasn't. <laughs> you feel me? But the old swap him out. Yeah, nah. We done had to switch room. Bro, I done seen shit. Dexter not swap it out. So he fucked that. I put that nigga down on my shit. For real, for real. Like, go with it. Hell yeah. Change nothing. Man, listen, bro. I was that nigga. It's like, I was the nigga that I was always, I was good, but like, it was always some. Ass kisses in front of me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Those niggas that kiss ass and shit in front of me. Yeah. But now when they got to my name, everybody was like, "Yeah, that nigga good." Now I'm always better than the nigga. Yeah. MVP candidate every year. But now, <laughs> yeah, I don't kiss no <laughs> ass though. I didn't, Yeah, yeah, I got trophies. I got plenty of them bitches. Yeah. That's Trey Brown. Shout out to Trey, baby. He know, but doing the good glory days of um, Park and Rick. Yeah, yeah, we got stories to tell. There's, there's. Rich in history. Yeah. And one for, I hope for, Earl don't talk about right now. <laughs> yeah, I got a story to tell. <laughs> but listen, though, right? I got a story to tell. That should be enough to bring these parents bring these kids. That's it. Like you said, the the, the, the parents of the children that we try, that we targeting right now, you a product of this, this program. Yeah, I'm taking it. That's what I'm taking. Yeah, and it's like, come I, it's like I'm slowly watching this slip. Bro, I remember when... We used to go through the pipe, bro, to go. Over that was, and that's, right. what, that's what I was just, I was going to talk about. Nigga, you had to cross the you pipe. Cr- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you went from around that bitch, you fell off yeah, that motherfucker. Yeah, you fell off. Fall first it, time. Wasn't no, it wasn't no doubt about it. First time you going to fall, G. It wasn't no doubt about it. And it feel like you going to die. But that was like tournament time when um, they were having the Dizzy Dean tournaments and shit. Yeah. Like that was our way to get in this bitch for free. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? The the that, that yeah, you right. already... You know one thing, you come in that bitch, you get straight to the gate and just walk on down there. That's it. They don't know what the fuck. They, they just know more and more niggas showing up. They wanna know where these niggas come these from. Niggas come from. But we the 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 damn field was right there. That's Once right. you came out the bushes, you were right you there. Right there. All you had to do is slide down that bitch. But now these little kids don't even know nothing about that because they too busy playing fucking um Fortnite. What the fuck is man. a Fortnite? Uh, jump for it. PUBG and shit like Very this. Cool. I never heard of this shit. But they going nuts over this shit, and they don't have to leave the house. They don't leave the house. They can have company in the crib. That's it. Without bringing the kid over. And they they and and it's technology and shit. They brought the world to them That's in the house. And shit, it's over. And the parents is cool with they it. Cool social with it. network make us live social. Listen, my little girl, bro, she probably been outside four times out in our new crib. Yeah. But it's real. My son. She got no kids, but there ain't no kids. My son come outside to catch the bus to go to school, and he get back <laughs> off the bus, go right, back <laughs> go right back in the house. Like my daughter ain't got the edge on. She she don't know what the fuck going on yeah. outside that door, bro. Yeah. Don't say shit to nobody outside. None of this shit. But now straight to the house. She got fucking eleven hundred followers on TikTok. It's gonna make Damn. us. It's gonna make our kids socially awkward, dog. Like as hard as it already is, just to be social. Yeah. Think about not being social your first 12 Man. years of your life. Fuck that. I don't know. <laughs> I, soon as I see you, what's your name? Yeah. Once you ask me my name, fuck it, you on east side. That's what we do over here. Yeah. Oh, my name Coda. My name Scrap, cuz. Man, so that just goes into the importance of having Park and Rick, stuff like that, though. The camaraderie, you be a, the yeah. memories of stores. Like, yeah. when, like when, when Skinner... 
Uh, yeah, well, you say you want to pay some more bills, take a conductor. <laughs> Listen, bro, my first time going out of, out of Mississippi, bro, partner Rick. Yeah. Well, I feel uh, a lot about him. Baseball. Yep, real shit. Hell yeah. Bobby John cried the whole motherfucking way though. And this nigga thought we was going to Aruba or some shit. Why you telling that man? Because, bro, fact. We going to Huntsville, bro. We finna go to another state. This nigga act like we finna go to another country. <laughs> Same. <laughs> that nigga, man, they said the Ku Klux Klan now. <laughs> we like eight, nine, bro. We young niggas, bro. I'm talking yeah. about little bitty niggas. Yeah. Going to Huntsville, bro. Uh, playing the tournament. We won that bit. Thanks to Marvel Pry got now. Shout out to Marvel. Mar- hit three motherfucking home runs in one game. Why? I'm talking about a single, a double, and a triple. Wow, he didn't get no strikes. But <laughs> and we need every last one of them home run, bro. Yeah, every last one of them bitches. Neither. But these stories though, they We got to get forever. that back in there. I told Ball he bullshitting because he taking his time about going all out. And like I told him, that been it calling for the longest, bro. Yeah, he should be a coach. So yeah, Ball the type of person where he he rather talk about it. No, look, yeah, he everybody yeah, talk about boy, it. Boy, you hit nail on the head. You know what I'm saying? He don't, like, he, he, he be having some ideas, but he heard talk yeah, about it. Yeah, he just everybody talk about it, goddamn. Cause ball nuts, he don't give a fuck about life. Long as that nigga eye wake up, bro, he straight, bro. Long as he got, <laughs> long as he got 2K a man. Man, listen, I don't <laughs> that nigga can survive off anything. Yeah. Anything. A can of spam and some crocker, four yeah. days. <laughs> Four days, <laughs> bro. You think I'm bullshit? You think I'm bullshit, bro? Man, I done seen that nigga survive, survive out here in this world, bro. Yeah. I'm talking about, and they pride so fucking wide. Yeah. So, yeah, like I wild. said, he had an incident where a motherfucker was trying to play his character when he was coaching on, uh, I think, the basketball shit. Yeah. And uh, his pride again got a little big. He felt like he was, it was more than what it was. And like I told him, it's some small shit. And he just, he been chilling there since. So. Yeah, so like I said, we got to give motherfuckers like that that done been discouraged. Like Tony Brown, he was a good coach. Yeah. Tony, he was coaching great. It was just that he was coaching the little kid. Mm-hmm. When you coaching seven, eight years old, it ain't about wins and losses, bro. It's about developing them. Yeah. You know who remind me of Neil Mark? Neil. Neil damn sure don't care about no lying. I'm talking about he don't care nothing about he, he, he hit me up. He want to be a coach. We're going to see if he coach. Yeah. That's what's up. He and, needs to, though. But he was a again, bro, he used to talk about this shit all the time. He was a That's another guy too. I'm talking about. Like, all them guys, like, we should have, like, some type of open forum, yeah. basically calling the men out and yeah. talking to them about, yeah. you know what I'm saying, passionately teaching these kids how to play. Because it's a yeah, motherfucker yeah, that can... Yeah. Man, Trey Brown... Taught me how to throw a curveball in about a week, bro. Yeah. Floyd Miller couldn't teach me shit. Yeah. Shout out to Floyd, but he couldn't teach me shit. All the shit he knew, I already knew. I could hit down the first base line. I knew how to bunt. You see what I'm saying? I couldn't throw a curveball, though. Yeah. Trey showed me that shit in a week. He can be a coach. Them type of guy, man, yeah. we need to talk to them type of people about wanting to be coach. a part of this shit. Be a part of it. Because the only way we grow is if we help. We gotta help y'all help them. Yeah, yeah, and that 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 you hit the <laughs> like nail on top of the head. That's that's the pro. You get so many people talking against it, 
Yeah. And, and they they got the same, you know, they got right. them same memories. They got the that's what they want to see, but you are not helping us put that together. You got to, like it was it's, so many it's people not just volunteering their time. Yeah, it was that, like that's what I said. It was so many volunteers back right, then. Right. Exactly. You know, and 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 it ain't it ain't like that no mm, more. Like man, like Burrell said, you got the same rotation of coaches. You almost already know who going to coach. Yeah. Every year. Every year. Every sport you know. Every sport. You, you know don't know who coach. not coaching this sport, who coaching this sport. Right. Which one coach every sport. You, right. you know. You, you, it's a rotation. Right. And that, that's unfortunate. You see what I'm saying? Right. Before you down something, you know what I'm saying, jump with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just for a little second. Me and Skinner started some basketball season out last year with just two teams. Yeah. Before the season over with. Ended up by four. You see what I'm saying? And Skinner took two more. <laughs> and I told, another. I told him he was done with it. Another thing, like. <laughs> Games itself, like I personally knew I couldn't play basketball. My mom was gonna let me play basketball. Yeah. But going to the game, just that feeling, like damn, yeah. I want to be out there, yeah. bro. Yeah. That's it, it used to feel like we were actually yeah. playing in some uh, league. You getting paid for when man. when we had the ugliest little jerseys. When Larry, when when Larry and them was over, it. right? Uh, when the the last the last time we were playing at the high school before they. Started playing at the middle school. Mm-hmm. Uh, All-Star. Like, All-Star legit made us feel like we were the high school team. Yep. Like, we used to like we used to run out of the locker room. Like, we had shooting mm-hmm. shirts. Like, we played on Friday. We played some games on Friday nights. We played, I'll never forget it. We played Tunica on a Friday night at the high school with the lights on. Ten-year-old kid. I feel like I'm on a high school team. Mm-hmm. Right. You got now, and you, right? You know, now you ain't even got all star like that. You, you mm-hmm. know, it's like you said, the game itself. Like, make it, make it something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Make, make it, make it feel like okay, I'm a basketball player. I'm a football. Like whatever we do, make it something. Make the the atmosphere. And, you know and, what I'm saying? The whole atmosphere. Yeah, because. Don't, and don't just leave it at your team because yeah. I will tell you some real talk. Mr. Hury taught me a lot about baseball as far as grounding the ball. Yeah. And he took his time out to show me that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I never played on his team. Yeah. So. Definitely shout out to Vernon Hughes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, it's people like that. Like, and we need to find some way to incorporate someone like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, it was things that Mr. Hughes taught me and I never played on his team. Then it was people that Kenny taught that didn't play on our team. You know what I'm saying? So the it's all about giving these kids the best opportunity to succeed at the end. Mm-hmm. Make sure that these kids, when they get up to that high school level, they prepare. Yeah. They yeah. ready. Yeah, yeah. This, this is what our goal, this is what our mission is. Right, See, right. that that's what a lot of... It kind of shrunk with the leadership you was talking about, yeah. parent participation. Because yeah. I ain't gonna just put it on Park and Rick. Right, right. I'm gonna put it on the people too. Right. It's a lot. Of you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things that shrunk that that culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, when I went and played basketball for for Blaylock, yeah, that nigga taught me defense. Yeah. He didn't have to teach me how to shoot, dribble, none of this shit. Cause yeah. guess what? I was playing with kids that was in the in the in the wreck, and they was teaching me shit, not knowing it. 
But I was learning shit from them because they played in the rig. Ali and Travell, Westmore, and these yeah. folks here. Yeah. Like, these folks were legends back then. Like, shit, I was yeah. learning from these guys. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We got to put that culture back in this motherfucker, too. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and claim it as our own. Yeah. Yeah, they can come play, but now at the end of the day, this is us. This, yeah. is, this is for us. Yeah. And if we going to make it for us, we got to be involved in this shit. That's true. And, uh, and, and, and something else you just said, too. The the teaching. That's what that's what the coaches at the school trying to say, well, nah, he really don't that's why that's why like you said, it's important to get the correct teaching, get the right teaching. Exactly. Cause when you go to the school They wanna see the mechanic. They they wanna see the mechanic. They don't wanna have to start from scratch trying to build you up. See, that's why a lot of our kids not getting picked for the teams and they and they talking about uh they talk about well, they just won the World Series. I'm going to see how many of them are going to make the high school baseball team. Go out there to one of the big boy practices and watch real fundamentals. You're you going to see the few, a very few of them with, with the correct fundamentals to make a school baseball team, and them the ones that's on the team. The rest of them guys out there, they don't have that. So somebody need to be teaching them if, if, you, if you want them to play baseball or, or whatever it is. You got to teach them the right way. Right. You, you, you got to teach them the right way. Because at the end of the day, it's about fundamentals. Yeah. The fundamentals yeah. is going to take you way further than yeah. the athletic shit. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. fact. Yeah. Actually, Shaq fundamentals is what got him way. People always exactly. look at his raw talent and stuff. It really his fundamentals, his footwork and his spin moves. And passing ability. Yeah, passing um, ability. Because the, the, when these people going, like I said, they ain't asking us to do things that our culture didn't ask us to do. Yeah, right. Um, when I was when I was playing for Steve and I was playing for um Floyd and all people, they didn't ask for me to hit it down the first baseline. Right. They didn't ask me to hit the ball to right field. They didn't. They didn't tell me how because to shield. You, were talented enough just to you know what I'm saying? Because I was raw with it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But now when I'm I'm playing against the Expos and and Mr. Hurry, he see me. He telling me like, "Hey, you all right?" But you need to learn how to directional hit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Close that hip. You know what I'm saying? Twist that hip that way. You, you know what I'm saying? Right and listen. Close that, your hip. How close your Well, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. you stand. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah, now, that's open. That's closed. That's, that's close, just like quarterback. Fact. See, I don't see. I don't fuck with baseball. That's that, 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 here, you know what I'm saying. And he put that in me, and, I and it stuck. I played baseball one year, like fuck that. We in basketball, so you start. My mom wouldn't let me play basketball. Yeah, because that was she. She told me that I was better at baseball than I was at basketball. And foosball, the devil. And Watch and the beat, and the beat, <laughs> all the way real with you. Now I'm thinking about it, like I do feel like I was better at baseball than I was basketball. basketball. Like it was just. <laughs> I knew I wouldn't be getting no pussy in baseball, though, bro. <laughs> I was going to give no pussy. The one pussy. year I played, I did pretty good, though. Like, I can catch like a motherfucker, I know for sure. Right. Yeah. And that, could that, you hit? Huh? Could you hit? I could hit a little bit. I went, I ain't finna see it like I was. I like, was, kid, I probably looked look like a triple-A ball player in the field. But, nigga, when it came time to bat. I actually was pretty good on the bat. I, went, I was up there shaking like a, a leaf on a tree. Now, I can't bat now. It's like, I don't know what happened. Yo, scared, man. I can't bet. You ain't got no It ain't that I'm scared. I get up there and just miss that motherfucker. I miss you, slow Your pitch. hand not commissioned. It made, it's, it's gone. Tough. It's that shit out the window. Too much alcohol yep. or something. You got to let that first pitch come by. You got to let that first. Nigga, you can underhand pitch me and I'll strike out. Ain't no way. Softball? 
You can softball underhand. No, bro. With bro, the softball? Bro, my hand-eye coordination is fucked up now. Listen. Man. Too much Hennessy. I can still lay that motherfucking, <laughs> that, that, that bat on that motherfucker. Nah, I hit it. But nah, don't, but don't get up there and Blasting that bitch out of the park and. Don't get up there and pitch at me for real, I might shotgun don't your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, no, I'm just going to go get the shotgun and try to pitch me for real. You try to embarrass me, nigga? Listen. Don't, don't get up there and try to pitch at me for real. I'm going to shoot you. So what's the age group for the basketball team? Uh, they start the basketball. Five, five to sixteen. Five to sixteen. Six. Okay. Now, actually, it says five, five to seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Damn. They damn getting them all the way to college, ain't it? Yeah. yeah that's all right though. I felt like it. Well, see, we stopped at thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, that was. And it. then, like my last thirteen, fourteen, they had like a um, fifteen, sixteen year old squad, but it was just one team that they yeah. was traveling. Yeah. Um, Rodney Kincaid, all them niggas, they were playing this. Shit. Yeah. So. That, and I never understood why I stopped at 14. Like, shit, we still wanted to play ball. Uh-huh. That's that's basically where you where you lose your coaches. At. Nobody nobody wanted the coach to be kids. You know? Nah. Now you got, now you got people like Dub who will take that because, like, that's the kids he want to take on his wing. You know what I'm yep. saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then it's, it's like at the same time, you getting some kids that, should be ready. Yeah. yeah they should be yeah, ready. Yeah. A lot of people don't like them young kids. I think the young kids is the one that need the most attention. Though. That's true, but I leave that to Burrow. Yeah. They always leave them with the little kids and shit. Hey, listen, bro. That's good, though. Like, because they, they got to get it from somewhere. They, they leave the nigga with the least amount of patience with them, though. Right. Yeah. I'm that's what the he, kids out. And that's I, what I, I'm, that, I, I'm Marshawn Lynch now. <laughs> like... Then we we be at practice and be like, hey, hey, bro, you want to get him? Hey, I'm I'm losing my patience. I, 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 <laughs> shit, I don't know what to tell him either. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's go. Run a lap. Let's go. Tell me, hey. <laughs> I give them the game, but they if they ain't comprehending, they're trying to. Yeah. Nowadays, you gotta let them motherfuckers shoot threes first practice. And that's the thing. Yeah, that's that's, that's what they want to do. And they ain't even shoot free throws yet. They want to shoot threes. Everybody out there behind that line. Bro, I'm a they didn't we didn't dare shoot that bitch. Man, we we got some people we had like we had a little nine, ten year old team. It's a guy I know for sure don't need to be shooting on three. That's all he wanted to do. All he wanted to do. Kick that still door. still care. See that? That's, that's what, what they see. But the game the game done changed so much. Just think a contested three point shot ten years ago was a terrible shot. Yeah. Now they got damn shit. It it's, be, it, it's great. Yeah, it's considered your, the first yeah. option. Shit, giant hard shoot with one foot now. <laughs> Not only they travel before you shoot. Yeah. You think so? Oh, you see, hey, you saw the new one. You saw the one he did uh-huh. in the preseason game. The one foot shit. Oh god, that job was nasty. Man, man that shit never. That shit would never, <laughs> ever, ever. I would never teach anybody to do that. Listen, bro. But over there in China, that's what they teach them. They teach folks that, though. Yeah, they doing animal moves in China basketball. Still? Yeah. I thought Cleo Fidelin was the only one still doing animal moves. <laughs> no. Put the ball in the shirt. Oh, no. <laughs> Listen, hey, bro. Hey. <laughs> Throw the insurance super right. Man. Still, still <laughs> hitting with that. Mastermind podcast, boy. Shout out to Cleo. Yeah. yeah. I listen, but he would do it though. Yeah, still. He would definitely do it on East Side tomorrow. No, scrap it. Right now. Listen, bro. I'm ripping that shit every time, and I'm just holding me and see if he still gonna go through with the most. Man, you better not dare do no shit like that in front of me. Matter of fact, they they be playing. He was one people that play up there on the stage one. The stage man. 
Oh, yeah, it's dunk time. The nigga missed the dunk and they tried to get rid of him. Yeah. Well, out of the rape, all together? They, no, it's not. Okay. Okay. But out of the game. But it was like the last two games of the season. So, like, the next game, he, he would have missed the last game. Or something like that. And I wish he would have because I would have won. Yeah, because we down and won. This team full of eighth and ninth grade basketball players, we got the scrub. Hell yeah! See, they go, they but, go to that hey, draft. But I'm proud of our team, though. The little team we had, like Please. they, they actually caught on to learning plays and stuff. And then and it's, it's, it's like if, you, if one team got them for one year, it's like they automatically on the same team. Yeah, yeah. So all of a sudden, that ain't sexy. Yeah, yeah. Really I want to see some little niggas the, get traded. It's the right. same people. Trade, trade, supposed to be on the Magic. Fuck yeah. that. Hey, it's all. The, it's the same niggas that had a, the same baseball players. Just great. Yo, <laughs> they, get the, they get the football team full of great people. Yeah. They, they every yeah, yeah. year they get the same great little lineup. So, Damn. but I like taking the, the underdogs and making Make them look bad. Yeah. Man, bro, but you got a Mississippi State record though. Not really. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I was one game from winning the championship with my little kids yeah. in the division. Yeah, and then we were like we maybe two place. or three. Yeah, we were like yeah. two or three games out of the yeah, other division. Should, yeah, so, real life. Real life though, bro. Fuck that shit. Yeah. At the end of the day, goddamn, you feel me? Yeah. As long as y'all niggas putting y'all. Yeah, man, we teaching though. Like we ain't really in for the record. Yeah. Like yeah, we because it ain't in for teaching. that shit. Yeah, That's we, what I'm saying. We making about that shit. I man, them kids don't know what they fucking record is. They don't even remember how many fucking games they played. Bro. No, no, they don't know. They, they, they special don't know how many games. It's they all motherfucking that man. We five and four. Yeah. Like, see what that mean? We played how many games we played? <laughs> Nah, you little fart. Listen, bro. <laughs> man, the little motherfuckers don't, they don't care nothing about that shit, bro. They just want to play, go home, take a bath, bro, get back on goddamn Fortnite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they need to be taking their ass outside. Because that's what they'll be at practice time. I'm going to go back when we get on Fortnite. But they go back to the parks around here, though. Like, what park is, like, kid-friendly? No. <laughs> hey, I done seen... <laughs> The past three times I went to 800, I done seen somebody got down tomahawk down the still, bro. <laughs> <laughs> sound, sound right. Once, but one time it was a little, like a little three, four year old. <laughs> that was the big one. Hey, that was that fucked Bro, listen, man, he went down on damn amphitheater still, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, right when I thought he was gonna stop, bro, he rolled down and laughed and got down like, damn. I'm talking about, look, look, Trey Trey done did it, goddamn. I'm talking about. You gonna get sad and just let him Bro, you gonna get fired. You don't do that shit, bro, in front of bro. You get fired on the spot. See? Oh, man. Like I said, when I'm at work, I, I hit my phone with that gay laugh. Yeah. Especially when I done made a mean point, yeah. like how that check should have been looking. Yeah, that bitch had fifty one hours. That bitch should have had fifty two. Oh, hit him with that gate, yeah. bro. That gate skill shit. Yeah, big speaker. A big. You, yeah. I say big brother. Hold on, big brother. First off, I'm going to respect everything and everyone around me. Yeah. You everything you saw, I told I'm my saying. little daughter, I said, listen, yeah. you know what I'm saying? One day, you're going to grow up. Yeah. You're going to be some little stanky tail little boy going to want to leak all in your ass. Yeah. You hear me? <laughs> but understand one thing, though. You hear me? Yeah. Big speaker. Big general. Your daddy run that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Luca Brasi. Yeah, Luca Brasi. My heart colder than Chicago. <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> man, fuck y'all, man. Listen. Now, let me get on to the country. Man, man. yeah, man. Get your ass on out there, man. Because, listen, bro. Skin probably making waffles out there, motherfucker. Yeah, sure. Now, I'm going to tell you something about that nigga. <laughs> I really hadn't seen my brother eat a meal in years. <laughs> That nigga go eat on the go. That, like, <laughs> that nigga have like whole Chinese plates where he ate one chicken wing, chicken wing and three grains of rice. I'm some real shit. And he'll have a whole fish plate where it's four fries missing and one hush puppy and a dip yeah. of tartar sauce. And you go fuck and, it up for him. And then I, I'm always finished. Hey, bro. Because <laughs> I know you don't want it. Hey, bro. Yeah, you can have it. But then you know what he eat? That nigga got Rice Krispie treats in his yep. room. Fruit roll-up. Oh, uh, goddamn. Applesauce. Shit like Jolly that. Jolly Ransom. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something about that when we get out of line. It's a, like, it's a certain type of nigga that all don't live the same way. Like, like nigga, how are you living? That's why you still only weigh by a buck 20. Let him tell his shit. He ain't going to shoot them hands, though. Don't, don't, let no, that, he not. don't let that weight. He going to shoot them hands. <laughs> yeah, he kind of graduated. <laughs> Hey, I'm just saying. Man, listen, man. Don't make a little side for you, man. Mr. B. Mastermind Podcast, man. Episode 69, bro. Yeah. Me and your daughter got a special thing going on. Yay.